0: Smell is a powerful thing. So powerful that one whiff of an old cologne can bring you back to the memory of an old flame. In the same way, one sniff of a favorite food can bring you back to an important memory or the first time you tried it, possibly even to the streets of the country you tried it in. Today, I'm feeling nostalgic for traveling. So while we were out grocery shopping on Andrew's Lunch Hour, we decided to pick up some ingredients for pho. Join me in the kitchen today as I chat about smell travel and why your nose can be your best friend in a world without travel kayla on the road the podcast is all about sharing stories about life on the road and at home as a digital nomad through stories tips and interviews i want to inspire you to create your own travel memories by taking the overwhelm out of planning join me every week for a beer and a laugh as i recount some of my favorite travel stories even the not so perfect ones all while chatting logistics about planning your next or first trip abroad Hey, and welcome to episode 14 of Kayla on the Road, the podcast. I've been feeling extra blue lately as I watch the trees change colors and pull out my sweaters. I love the summer and everything that comes with it, including the heat. So even the idea of fall being around the corner makes me want to curl up in bed and not come out. But making this podcast is one of those things that pulls me out of bed. So I thought that I would use that to not only make one of my favorite dishes, but also chat about smell and travel with you. Before we get started, as always, I want to share a drink with you. So today I made myself a mixed drink of gin and bubbly. I know it sounds simple, but I love this gin. It's called Gin Toya. It's made locally. It's from the Fisturois Distillery in... The Fisturois Dist... Uh, well, it's Francais, so Distillerie distilleri Fisturois is in Petit Paquetteville, Nouveau-Brunswick. So yeah, that's what I'm drinking today. So if you are in an opportune place to have a drink, have a drink with me and let me know what you're drinking on Facebook or Instagram at Kayla on the Road. But yeah, cheers. So as I mentioned, I'm making pho today and pho is a traditional Vietnamese dish. It's kind of different depending on where you go in the country. So I've picked a recipe for the Instant Pot That um, looks like the ingredients that I would assume would be in some of the phas that I tried. Uh, Like I said, everything is a little different depending on where you go in the country. But overall, um, it's a great, beefy, rich, buttery um, soup with some rice noodles in it, as well as some spices and oils and a lot of good stuff. So that's what I'm cooking today. And like I said, I'm making it in the Instant Pot. Usually what happens, uh, or as I've been told, um, pho is kind of one of those things that you can find it no matter, like any time of day. But I often ate it for breakfast or like a mid, mid-morning food while in Vietnam. And that's because it takes a good like 12 hours to boil the bean... uh to boil the beef bones in order for it to be ready the next day. So we would go, we would have breakfast usually, and then, um, they would close in the afternoon to start their new pot of broth for the next day. So that was kind of like how it worked when I was in Vietnam. Um, so yeah, uh, I think, Something that's really cool to know about scent, um, and I know this thanks to a lot of research that I did today, I'll link some of my research and the things that I read in the, in the show notes so that you can check them out yourself if you want. But scent particles are absorbed immediately uh, in the brain by the olfactory bulbs, whereas other senses like sight and sound and things like that are actually filtered through the the lamus. If I'm saying that wrong, you can definitely feel free to correct me. But basically, from what I understand, the lamus is the part of your brain that is used to uh, distinguish what the information that you're receiving is and how to deal with that information. So scent does not get filtered through there like other sensations do, which is really, really cool. According to Rachel Hertz, an adjunct assistant professor of psychiatry and human behavior at Brown University in Rhode Island, this is why scent triggers a more emotional response than the other senses. So when I think of fa, it reminds me of my time in Vietnam. Even the idea of making it brings me back to the first time I had it. The first time I had it was actually here in Fredericton, my, uh, old roommate and one of my best friends, Kaylee, she said, you need to try this place. They have Thai iced tea. And at the time I was obsessed with Thai iced tea. It was one of those things that we didn't try until, um, right near the end of our trip in Thailand. And we greatly regretted it because it was one of the most delicious things and not a lot of places here make it, um, because it's a little harder to find some of the tea bags and stuff like that. So She told, she was like, oh, I know you, you love Thai iced tea and this restaurant has some. So why don't you come with me to this restaurant and you can try it out? And I said, yeah, for sure. So that was actually the first time that I ever tried pho. Um, and yeah, it was delicious. It's this, like I said, this, this rich beef broth soup with lots of noodles and fragrant, um, spices and herbs and stuff like that. The funny thing is that that's not what I think of when I, when I eat pho. I actually am transported back to the first time that I had it when in Vietnam. And that's not to say the one that I had here was not good. It was delicious and it was really well made and it's actually made by, um, it, most of the time, whenever I try to eat food here, I try to eat it from people who make it authentically, who are from those countries, who understand what goes into it and the labor of love that that it is. It's usually a family recipe. And so that's what this fought in Fredericton is. Love it. Um, so it actually <laughs> brings me back to the first morning we had it. And the first time we ever had it was actually, if you've listened to the podcast before, you've definitely heard me talk about the premium room scam and how when we arrived in Vietnam, we didn't have a hotel. So we had to actually walk around in order to find one and and we got a room, but it was the premium room as they called it. When in reality that meant (laughs) you silly white people who are coming in the middle of the night, we're going to charge you way more than we have to for this simple room. So we, we, got up the next morning and we packed our bags. And basically the idea was that Andrew and I were going to grab some breakfast and then we were going <laughs> to find an actual hostel that we wanted to stay at. That was a little cheaper. So we got up and um, breakfast was included and that was fast. So we went to this little dining room and it's, it's so funny. I can picture it so clearly in my mind. I don't think I have any pictures of it. And yet this is one of those memories that is so vivid in my mind. I remember the table. I remember the little box of napkins and I was so confused by these little, um, they had like little pots, almost like a, almost like what we would put our sugar in here. But one was filled with, um, Thai peppers or not Thai peppers, but like spicy peppers. And the other one was filled with, um, lemons or not lemons, (laughs) the other one was filled with limes. So that's some things that you put in your pho to make it your own. So, uh, no two people eat the, eat their pho the same way, which is really cool. And so I remember getting it in the, (laughs) we were in this empty dining room. I think there was one other person in there and, Uh, yeah, so this, this was kind of what tipped us off to the fact that it was not a premium room and that they were not out of rooms because this hotel was dead, especially in the morning. And it was right around the prime time that it is to eat. So that, that kind of tipped us off, but that's what I think of when I smell pho or when I, even, even when someone says pho, that's what I think of, even though we had it hundreds of other times, maybe not hundreds. We had it dozens of other times while we were in Vietnam. We were there for three weeks. And it's one of their most popular dishes. So almost every single place that had breakfast included had pho. So yeah, it it's funny. That's That's what I remember. And then another one is... I think of it at one of the hostels that we were at. I don't know why I think of that one. Really, I think of beer when I think of that other hostel. But... <laughs> They had a really good fun in the morning. And yeah, gosh, I just, I love, I love scent memory. I think it's really cool. So, how do you create scent memories? I think that in the age of COVID right now, it's really important for us to kind of hold on to the things that make us happy. And I know that traveling makes me happy. And so, These memories that I am triggering when I make things like pho or uh, Thai iced tea at home and things like that, it's really just bringing me back to a time where I could travel and trying to remember that someday I will be able to travel again and get excited about the fact that I will travel again. This is not the end. So food is a huge part of that. Um something another interesting thing that i know about the senses and that i'll i'll try to find some articles that relate to it as well but if uh when you taste things you only actually taste one of the four main tastes so there's uh sweet, sour, bitter and salty and those are the four things that you actually taste everything else is actually just a scent um it is scent particles that travel to your brain and trigger a certain response. So for example, um, Kaylee was telling me about this experiment that they did when she was in school, where uh, you, you were blindfolded and you plugged your nose and you had to guess what color of jelly bean you were eating. And the interesting thing about that is that um, because you can only taste the four things, sweet, sour, bitter, salty, everything just tastes sweet. Any of the triggering things, whether it's, um, oh, that color is tied to the the flavor of cherry. And therefore in my mind, I'm making the connection that this is a cherry jelly bean, even though it doesn't taste like a cher- cherry jelly bean. And the same thing goes with like the, the smell. So, oh, this, this particular, it I, it's so interesting. I don't know the science. I'm not a biologist, but I just think that it's really, really cool that, um, our brains are able to create a whole picture for us instead of just saying like, oh yeah, that was something sour. Our brains create these flavors almost. And yeah, I really like that. So by this point in the podcast, you're probably thinking that's all fine and dandy Kayla, but what does that mean for me? Well, Knowing that scent plays a giant part in memory recall can help you to make opportunities for yourself in the future where you can remember things based on smells. So something that I do whenever I travel is I try to find a country-specific product that I want to use. For example, when I went to Thailand, I bought myself a shampoo bar from Lush. I bought the shampoo bar mainly just because I didn't want to use liquids. And so I wanted to be able to put it in my carry-on and not go over my liquid limit. But what happened was I used my shampoo bar all the way through Thailand. I got home, I put it away. And the next time that I wanted to go and take a trip, but I didn't want to have a giant liquids bag on a flight with me, I took the shampoo bar again. And the moment I started washing my hair with that shampoo bar, all of the memories of Thailand just came flooding back. So that's something really easy to do. Buy yourself something um, that you can use every day while on your vacation that when you get home, if you're having a bad day, you can pull out and use as kind of a pick-me-up that will bring back all of those memories. I know that that one is kind of recent. I have been there in the last couple of years. But this does work with older memories. So for example, um, I went to Italy and Greece when I was in high school. And the uh, so for anyone who's counting, that is uh, 12 or 13 years ago. And so I told myself when I was there that I wanted to get Italian perfume. I don't know what I was thinking as like a high schooler who was like, yeah, Italian perfume. That's, that's the thing that I want to bring away from Italy. But I bought some. I found some and I bought it and it sits in a box in my closet all the time. I don't have the heart to throw it out because every single time I pull it out and I smell it, I am brought back instantly to those days in high school. I remember all of the pizza that I ate and the wine that I tried and the late nights talking with friends in hotel rooms, the sights and the sounds and oh man, I like it is it's very weird. But I love it. That's it's so cool that our minds do that. Our minds create these bridges for us. In the same way, food can do that. So, if you know that you're going to a country and you know that they have a specific um, food, a uh, national dish that you really want to try. My advice is to avoid eating it before you go away. Sometimes, uh, like like I did with pho, you want to try things before you go to make sure that when you get there, there will be something that you like to eat. My advice, don't do that. Save it and try those things when you're over there. Um, one of the foods that I tried while away was passion fruit. And if you follow me on Instagram or I think I've mentioned it on the podcast too, but I, I love passion fruit so much, but the first time that I ever tried it was actually in Peru. And I, I remember tied to that sense memory is the idea of opening this passion fruit. So it was like a grenadilla, which is like the hard orange outer shell and they told me to wrap on it with my finger, like your knuckle, to po- uh, poke a hole in it. And then you kind of push that hole to the side and you just slurp it out. And there's something about that taste that whenever I taste it, that's, that's the moment I go back to was um, holding this fruit in my hand. And I have to tell you, I'm a texture person. I do not like texture. But the flavor of that just made me love it so much. And so everywhere I go, I try to get passion fruit. But that's one of those things where it's like I had no prior experience or memories tied to those things, which created a bigger emotional connection to them when I experienced them again in real life or in the real world. So my advice to you is to try and find some sort of products that you can take with you the next time you travel to remember those specific moments, whether it's deodorant or perfume like I had, or body lotion, um, shampoo, something like that that you can tuck away and pull out when you need it. Another, uh, Another thing that I really like and I do sometimes when I'm feeling down and want to remember those hot summer months is I pull out sunscreen. It's so simple and everyone probably has it, but sunscreen in my mind, is tied to so many memories of fun days at the beach and camping. Bug spray. Bug spray is like that for camping. So I encourage you to try and find some of the things that will trigger those memories, whether it's um, bread that will remind you of hanging out at a cafe in Paris or um, as simple as like roasted marshmallows in the middle of the winter that will remind you of those great camping nights that you spent with your family or your friends. So... Yeah, I think that's something that is really important, especially for anyone who feels the winter blues like I do. It's it's kind of hard to see the other side of COVID right now. I am really looking forward to traveling, but it is looking like it's farther and farther away every day and it makes me super sad. So these scents and the memories tied to them are really keeping me going through here. Including my father that I made tonight. Um, <clears throat> if anyone was wondering, it was decent. It was no, it was no Vietnamese pho, but I did it in two hours, where it usually takes twelve. So that was a little different. If anyone is interested in that recipe, it's an Instant Pot recipe. I love my Instant Pot. Um, that's one of the things that I wish that I could take with me on the road when I travel, but it's a little too big for that. Um, but I'll link that in the show notes as well. But yeah, I, I think I'm going to end it there. This is kind of like a short episode. Um, I really hope that that gives you a little bit to go on. Um, things to try and things to do on your next trip or things to help you remember the past trips that you had and keep holding on for a future where there is travel again after COVID. Um, yeah, if if you are interested in anything that I said today, if you want to know about any of the links that I mentioned, check out the show notes. Um, that's episode 14. And if you're not already come hang out on Instagram at Kayla on the road, see what I'm doing. I'm actually, uh, right now, if you go and follow me, I am doing some renovations for my new office, which will be saved as a a highlight. So if you're watching this afterwards, you can always go and check out my renovations, but um, something exciting that's coming up in the world of Kayla. um, I have decided since I am staying at home for a little while right now to kind of branch out and continue on with Kayla on the road with the podcast, but I'm starting Kayla on the couch where I will be streaming some of my favorite video games on Twitch. So if you want to find me on Twitch, you can find me at Kayla on the couch and yeah, come hang out with me someday. Anyways, I hope that, um, I hope that this helps you get through the winter blues. It certainly helped me today and I'm sure that it will not be the last time that I pull out some old sense memories. I I literally, I told you, I love my Thai iced tea. I literally have like a mix for Thai iced tea sitting in the the pantry. And it's been there for the last, I don't know, two years. But every time I'm feeling like really sad, I pull that out and I just get that wave of nostalgia. And I love that. I love that feeling. I love that anticipation of traveling again. And I hope that you do too. So while you're planning, think about that. See what you can add to your travel list to help you create those memories. And yeah, I hope to see you on the road soon.